Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. All right, Darren Daily friends, are you ready to go deep to discuss the real capital T of the truth about life? Well, we'll see. I watched a commencement speech given by the now late novelist David Foster back in 2005, where he described these two young fish swimming along, and they happen to meet an older fish swimming in the other direction, who nods at them and says, morning boys, how's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit, and then eventually one of them looks over at the other and goes, what the hell is water? The point of the fish story is merely that the most obvious, most important realities of life, those that we are surrounded by all day, every day, are often the ones that are the hardest to see, perceive, and understand. Here is just one example of something that we tend to automatically be sure of. Everything in our immediate experience supports our deep belief that we, each of us individually, are the absolute center of the universe, that we are the realest, most vivid, and most important person in existence. I mean, think about it. The world, as you experience it, it, is there in front of you or behind you, to the left of you or to the right of you, on your TV, on your monitor, and so on. From your vantage point and perspective, you are indeed the center of the universe. There is no experience that you have had that you are not the absolute center of. We rarely think about this sort of natural, basic self-centeredness because it's so socially repulsive, but it is the reality for each of us. It is our default setting, hardwired into our motherboards at birth. Other people's thoughts and feelings have to be communicated to you somehow, but even those have to be filtered through your prism of your perceptions, perspectives, and beliefs. This is not a discussion about compassion or other directedness or the so-called virtues. No, this is not a matter of virtue. It is a matter of choosing to do the work of somehow altering or getting free of our natural hardwired default setting, which is to be deeply and literally self-centered and to see and interpret everything around you through the lens of self. In the day-to-day trenches of adult life, there is actually no such thing as atheism. There's no such thing as not worshiping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what to worship. Whether you worship some sort of God or spiritual type, be it JC or Allah or Yahweh or the Wiccan mother goddess or the four noble truths or any set of divinely inspired holy set of ethical principles. In doing so, you are subjugating your own rational mind made to forfeit practical reasoning in order to swallow the doctrine and mythologies whole. Thinking for yourself is now voided. If you worship money and things, they are where you tap real meaning in life, then you will never have enough and never feel enough. If you worship your body and beauty and sexual allure, then you will always feel ugly. And when time and age start showing, you will die a million deaths before they finally grieve you. If you worship power, you will end up feeling weak and afraid, and you will need ever more power over others in order to numb you to your own fear. If you worship your intellect, being seen as smart, you will end up feeling stupid. You will feel like a fraud and constantly be anxious about being found out. 
But the insidious thing about these forms of worship is not that they are evil or sinful. It is that they are unconscious. They are default settings. They are a kind of worship that you just gradually slip into day after day, getting more and more selective about what you see and how you measure value without ever being fully aware that's what you're doing. The whole trick is keeping the truth up in front in your daily consciousness. But the so-called real world will not discourage you from operating from your default settings because the so-called real world of men and money and power hums merrily along in a pool of fear and anger and frustration and craving and the worship of self. Our own present culture has harnessed these forces in a way that have yielded extraordinary wealth, comfort, and personal freedom. The freedom for all of us to be lords of our tiny skull-sized kingdoms alone at the center of all creation. But of course, there are different kinds of freedom and the kind that is most precious, you will not hear much talk about in the great outside world of wanting and worship. The really important kind of freedom involves attention and awareness and discipline and being able to truly care about other people and to sacrifice for them over and over in a myriad of petty and unsexy ways every day. You see, that is real freedom. That is being enlightened. That is being educated. That is understanding how to think for yourself. The alternative is unconsciousness, the default setting, the rat race, the constant gnawing sense of having had and lost some infinite thing. I know that this stuff probably doesn't sound fun and breezy or grandly inspirational, but it is, as far as I can see, the capital T, truth, raw and real, with all the rhetorical platitudes and niceties stripped away. And the beauty of this is you are, of course, free to think of it whatever way you wish. But please don't just dismiss this as some finger-wagging Dr. Laura sermon. None of this stuff is really about morality or religion or dogma or big fancy questions of life after death. The capital T truth that we're talking about here is the truth about life before death. It's about the real value of education, which almost has nothing to do with knowledge and everything to do with simple awareness. Awareness of what is so real and essential, so hidden in plain sight all around us all the time that we have to keep reminding ourselves over and over, this is water. This is also one you should probably listen to several times over. I think certain things will hit you differently and deeper each time. And if it did strike you, I ask that you share this widely with others. And I thank you in advance. Hey, Darren Daily On Demand, producer Mariana here. Just wanted to let you know that today is the final call to join us for the Summer Reading Challenge. It begins tomorrow, Sunday. Darren invited all of you to join us on our journey through the compound effect and complete it together in just six days. This very book has transformed the lives of so many members of our community, and I'm gonna guess that there's a big chance that you're one of them. This is the time of year when so many of us, including myself, can drift. But that doesn't have to be you or me or even your team. You can choose to rise up and be part of the exceptional few that is going into the second half of the year with crazy momentum. This is your opportunity to step up. And the only thing you need to invest in is your time and a can-do attitude. 
Head over to darrenhardy.com forward slash summer to accept the challenge or click the link in the show notes. Got that URL? Let me give it to you one more time for those of you on the go. It's darrenhardy.com forward slash summer. I'll see you there.